Welcome to No Hope, the podcast. You can always be a creeper. Uh, welcome back. We we are here. We are Scott Schneider and Tim we're queer. Mueller. We're here. We're queer. We're queer. We're, we saw Billy Joel on Sunday. Oh. Oh. Did you know that? I did. Did I tell you we were going to go see Billy yeah, Joel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you had a good reason to. You had family in town, right? Yeah. That was my, was my, that like the destination? My parents. Yeah, that's why they came. My parents wanted to go. Yeah. How was that? Um, it was fantastic. Was he wasted? No. <laughs> Just kidding. What? Wasn't no. he like notoriously? Oh, I think he like, did have. I, I feel like I'm half making this up, but I, I don't remember point. if he was like an actual like textbook alcoholic or something. But didn't... I think at some point he actually went to rehab yeah. in his in his like later years. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he's still alive, obviously, but I think it was. Yeah, I think it is like 50s or 60s. Even. Right. I think there was right. a moment. He might be sober. Yeah. He might be sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I I mean, I, I'm i sure you had to have a Billy Joel period, right? At some point. Well, he did put player. out that He's sort of incredible... like best of two, you know, yeah. CD thing. That was like my brief moment. I cannot say by any stretch of the imagination that I'm a Billy Joel fan, but I there was a moment of music appreciation. <laughs> 101 All right. for Billy All Joel. Right. It was when that double CD came out. So I did get a sense of his career and everything. And I, you know, I gave that a decent number of spins. It's not for me. I don't really like necessarily like his music, but I do appreciate some of it. And I also am yeah. just like triggered by Piano Man because it's like, sure. I think I already mentioned As that on this Piano Man. podcast, but we had the sheet music and I would always be forced to play it, that yeah. song. Yeah, I'm like, of I course. hate this song. <laughs> yep. Yep. I can imagine. I can see how that would mm-hmm. happen. But, but he was so good. I, w- I, w- I was a bigger fan. But yeah, I think it, when that album, when that two disc album mm-hmm. came out, that was sort of the end of the phase. Yeah. And I listened to the shit out of that. And then I, I really have not listened to anything listened since or even followed Billy Joel since then, really. And are you just, I mean, I'm like, actually, he like, does he still put incredible... out new music? No, not anymore. I was like, I'm but I think like, he, I think he put he out a couple of things after that. Mm hmm. Greatest hits. I think you put out a couple, like maybe two or three. He's now more of what they refer to as a legacy act, right? He is a legacy act. Making piles of money, like playing the hits. He is a legacy act. He's played 150 nights at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Doesn't he do like residencies there? He has a residency there. He's been playing there like once a month for the last five years or something. I'm like, how many bridge and tunnel people could there be they must see him multiple times because i'm like how is there even the number of people to sustain this and i was sort of like you know i've seen elton john i saw elton john three times Mm. like 89 to actually 89 between 89 and 2001 i believe and and I, after that, I was sort of like, I've seen Elton John. I, yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. him, fortunately, when he could still hit some of those notes. <laughs> um, he's an amazing piano player, you know, but his voice, the voice was like... ages differently, of the course. The voice ages differently. Yeah. But, but also, you know... Which, anyway, oh my God, sorry. Billy Joel... Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, speaking of, real quick, 
voice is aging. Have you listened to the the live Joni Mitchell album that just came out? No. Run, don't walk with like um, uh, with Brandy uh, Carlisle and like a, an extremely talented group of musicians. It was the surprise show she did at Newport, um, and it is phenomenal. But like the when you first start hearing her it's like extremely jarring because her range is like baritone. Like she literally has like my range. Rose and flows of angel hair And ice cream castles in the air And feather canyons everywhere I've looked at clouds that way. Um, but it's still like a very gorgeous voice, but it just, sorry, I had to just mention that because I thought of that when we said voices aging, but hers has aged like a fine wine, um, but definitely check it out. Is it like on all the things? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I think it's like live at Newport, I think is the name of it, but um. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. Um, oh, here it is. Speaking okay. of, and because she had like been in recovery because she had had a stroke or something. So she'd been having people come over to her home. I think maybe it's in Malibu. And they almost were doing like artist salons and whatnot. Um, just, you know, sort of like taking turns singing. And so they were sort of recreating that vibe, apparently, for this live album. Uh, but yeah, it's... Okay, well, I have, I've just added that. I've just added that to my. You my should. Music. That is your homework. Okay. But the point you were going to make on Billy Joel was before I so rudely interrupted. I, I mean, I was expecting to have a good time. I was, I was not expect. I was so surprised by how fun and fantastic the show was. Mm-hmm. How, how, how good he was mm. like he you know there's just that like sort of like grrr in his voice yeah, you know yeah, there's yeah. that little thing that he does in like big shot and you know th- and that was just really there it really felt like it hadn't changed that much um what, what was the crowd and like? then he made this it was uh i mean it was of course it was completely fucking packed on a sunday night at 8 p.m well. which is fascinating and um yeah, I mean, you know, but there were there was there was like a kid, not a kid, but he was probably like 25 in front of me and he knew every song. Oh, right. I got, hmm. Probably, I'm sure his parents yeah, yeah, of course. Like, were like, you're going to listen to Billy Joel from the time you're, you're three. You're going to like it. But um but it was a really fun crowd. It was uh it was a great show. There were these two people in his band, um this woman who was uh a black woman who probably played everything. She mm. played hand drums. She played amazing. keyboard. She played, and then he did that. Do you know? Do you remember that song, "River of Dreams"? That yeah. was one of the albums actually that came out after that greatest. That was thing. one of the more listenable moments for me. In the middle, in the <clears> middle <throat> of "River of Dreams," he breaks out into. They break out. Sorry, they break out, and she sings mm. the entire song "River Deep Mountain High." What? Oh my and God, she, that's fun. yeah, and she was fucking, yeah. a, I mean, absolutely amazing. And then they go back into River of Dreams and finish this little medley that way. And then there was this guy, this like, you know, I don't know, he was probably, 
maybe he was mid thirties. He might have been older. Mm-hmm. Just this like you know white guy holding a guitar, and he comes over at one point and sings. Is it Puccini? Is that how you pronounce it? I mean, potentially. And he sings like some Puccini aria. Uh, and then they go into um, uh, scenes from an Italian restaurant. Uh, okay, and, I was and like, it was like, what? and it was like uh, a was sizable chunk something? of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, he probably again both of these things, mm. and it was just so cool to see someone like Billy Joel, who obviously everyone is there to see Billy yeah, Joel, but like seeing the stage to some to other see, performers. To, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was really fucking cool, and everyone in his band got those moments yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. not none as big as those two singers yeah but it, that that part was yeah, amazing that... and um of course he sang piano man and everyone of course including myself sang along yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was magical but um i mean i could see yeah, it, it was... being like a good show under no circumstances will i ever go but i could see it being like a really solid yeah. show yeah yeah, I was. And actually, I'm I kind so of ha- forgot. I got to have to begrudgingly admit that I really liked that River of Dreams, <laughs> like that yeah. song when it came out. Yeah, that album was actually pretty good. So It Goes was another, like, I love mm. that fucking song so much. Yeah. It's so simple. It's such, great, it's such a great lyric and such a simple piano line. The only song that that I wish he had sung was oh. She's Got Away, which he did not sing. Uh, but he sang An Innocent Man, which I, uh, that's my mother's favorite song. Um, this this kid that was a year older than me, Charles Rowley, sang it in the pop concert one year mm-hmm. in high school. Charles Rowley was extraordinarily adorable. And I remember just being like, you know, when Charles Rowley sang An Innocent Man, oh, it, was, you were, it was nice. You were creeping so, on Charles Rowley. Well, I don't think I, you can. Can you creep on Charles Rowley when you're like 13 I think and he's you can 15? always creep. Oh. <laughs> you mean me? And then... The, or just no, anyone. I was saying, I was being generous and saying you that were being globally, the general like, you. Yes, okay, the okay. general you can be a creeper. I feel like at any age, kind of mean. You know, okay. you're just like keeping your desires secret. Uh, but yeah, right. you're sort of like it's like secret, secret desire, right? Secret desire, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, one other thing that we have to talk about, oh. which we we didn't before, right? We didn't talk about Barbie, did we? You're asking the wrong person. I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, but no, we we Barbie definitely no way. came out since the last time we had an episode. It had to have, right? Barbie. I, oh my god, I had so much fun. Um, what did you think? Ten about... out of ten. No notes. I what? Loved it. I mean, I really did love it, <laughs> and I went in with. Like, I love. I went in with. Um, uh, expectations, but not like through the roof. I was like, oh, this this show, this will be cute. But 
Yeah. Oh yeah, the last time the last time we the last time we recorded was March. Was like twenty twenty one. We like, definitely of what year? Barbie was definitely not out. Um, I would give it a nine. Yeah, I would give it a nine. What? I had a really fantastic time. Oh, as well. I, I so appreciated its existence, like and of yeah, all of the writing and of all of the choices, like the casting. Ryan, I'm sure you were obsessing over uh, Ryan Gosling and in. Well, that was one of that was one thing that actually took the, the the score down a bit. Really, it's a controversial. It's a controversial opinion. I mean, I think he was fantastic, but I think he was he he was not he was too old to play Ken. Uh, I mean, I would I will say there was like moments where that occurred to me, but like if he pro- had been like Ryan Gosling, The Notebook, yeah. I, Absolutely. I, you know what? I honestly didn't care because the performance was like so ridiculous <laughs> and committed that I just was like loving it. Well, that's because he's a brilliant fucking actor. Of course. But he still shouldn't have played Ken. But he did elevate it. I mean, who else yeah. could have? I don't know. Uh, yeah, like who else that, would that you have same? cast in it? They, yeah, would not have had. I'm not. They would have knocked it out of the park in the way that he did. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I thought. Oh, but it did just make me think about. um, Okay, this is a complete topic (laughs) jump because I want to finish talking about Barbie. But Mike Feist and Lucas Hedges in *Brokeback Mountain*, a play with music. Wait, what? What? What are you talking? You don't know about about that? A play with music? No. Yes, they. *Brokeback Mountain* was just in London on the West End. Seriously. Yes, I don't really keep up on West End stuff as much as I should. But. Well, I don't either, except when Mike Feist and Lucas Hedges are <laughs> You're like, that's going to make headlines for you. Oh, my uh, God. That, that, that is, is like going to feed into my algorithm. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so I have to send you this photo of them, like this production yeah, photo. Yeah, please do. Like, I mean, I love oh Mike Feist. He's like phenomenal. He's fucking so good. So good. He's so good. Um, um, who plays the? It's probably like an. We probably don't know an English actress who plays the Michelle Williams. The I don't know Jack Jack don't know Nasty character. I don't know any other roles. <laughs> we have to. Um, I'm really hoping that it comes here, but I haven't hmm. seen. Like it closed in August. Oh really? Um, so I don't. I haven't read anything about it. Hmm. So it, maybe it's maybe it's not going to. Maybe what I'm hoping transfer is it probably will. Is uh, God? I was literally like, can I jump on a plane and go over there right now? My boyfriend, also known as Jake Shears, was going into a cabaret. Yeah, that's transferring. Yeah, and I with uh, yeah, I... and also uh, playing the Sally Bowles was. Uh, uh, it's like a pop singer sort of like self-esteem that i had just gotten into i don't remember her like actual real name but it's like it was like both of them in it i was like i wish i could see this i don't know what you're talking about self-esteem is the name of a pop singer yes british and the last album is like quite good i would check it out anything is wrong me anything that made me secondary so many of them clearly
like I'm okay. not making. I know it sounds weird. It's like when you were talking about the animation that you were crying to, where Marcel the show is coming out yeah. of your mouth. It doesn't. It is a very odd uh, name for like a pop act, but yeah, it's it's good. So yeah, she um, and Jake were doing um, cabaret. Are doing, Did you listen to Maisie Peters, by the way? Did you ever listen to that album? I think still Peters haven't listened to that most recent one, which I had been tracking her for a while. Um, I always think of her as like kind of like the British Taylor Swift. But, uh, oh, that's that's how she, interesting. That's what I've always thought of her. Yeah. Well, I don't want to like her less. I like Taylor Swift <laughs> fine, but I don't like, you know. You didn't go um, to the, the Eras that, tour? The what? You didn't go to her era's tour? No. Oh. No. You didn't um, like, but it uh, does. you didn't like, you know, get a credit card in the mail with a $20,000 limit and buy like two tickets to Taylor Swift, which is like literally the shit people were doing. I'm like, like I was watching that um, TV show Swarm, which was kind of, they kind of like made, they kind of based it on like a Beyonce beehive super fan, but she's like a serial killer. It's a Donald Glover show. It's like super weird. But like in one of their uh, first episodes, she's like, <laughs> she's like does that, like gets credit cards in the mail and then like maxes them out so that she can they don't call her beyonce but so that she can get beyonce tickets so i'm like that is totally the shit people were doing this summer for both beyonce and taylor swift i'm like i hope they're you know doing well on their with their piles of money i mean there was like an article of these people who had slept underneath the taylor swift merchandising like merch like bus table they they got there the night before slept underneath it like in the rain so that they could be the first in line the next morning to like buy overpriced taylor swift shit i'm like you could just buy that on like but apparently you can't and they like needed to i don't know i was like what is wrong with people i really don't understand the taylor swift phenomenon well there is a there is a, a a problem with you know purpose and uh meaning obviously in the world that we live in currently so <laughs> well i'm also yeah. like i could just name a hundred more talented artists i just am very wow. just wow no I'm, we are gonna get our first <laughs> round of hate Swifties. mail I, I'm not even being like rude or like r- trying to be. I just obviously I gen- being rude. I genuinely obviously. don't understand because I'm like I can like acknowledge that she's a good songwriter, but she's not a particularly good singer. She can't dance. Like I, she obviously is an incredible business person, but like oh, she is smart as fuck. Yeah, but I, I mean, very intelligent, clearly. But and I just, yes, yeah. she's a great songwriter. Yeah. I think I think she has a. I mean, obviously, she has a really distinct voice. She mm-hmm. has a. I don't, I don't know. know. She's talented. I, I, I I'm just like saying, her. you know, the, I, but, it's, it's, yeah. it's like what we've said. It's like, you know, it, obviously the cream does not always like, you know, rise to the top yeah. in terms of talent. I mean, there are just so many more absurdly talented people that are like not even close to that tier. They're like 10 tiers below, you know, her. So. Yeah. I don't get it. I, I, but I think the other, but the other part of it is like, is there anyone, anyone that, gets that you to that level. would sleep under a bus? No. For 
in the rain so that you could be the first to buy that merch. I think that's what I... That is what I struggled with that story. I was like, even... I was like, at any age, too. Even if when I was like... 21 years old doing dumb shit. I mean, I guess probably the dumbest shit I ever did was like when I was obsessed with rent and a group of us like went to Chicago in like the winter and you could, that was like, you could get rush tickets. So we didn't even have tickets to rent. It's like, we just like drove to Chicago and then like waited in the like freezing cold, like Chicago biting winter air for like hours in the morning with literally blankets so that we could be like the first, you know, 20 people in line to get the rush tickets and it was worth it. But, but I feel like that's probably the most like lunatic thing I've ever done. Do you have anything along those lines? Like, but otherwise I'm like, no, I don't. I, I, I mean, I remember feeling like weird about after I saw um, Arcadia like lurking in the basement with my friend Clark, who had taken me to see the show because Robert Sean Leonard was in it. And I was like obsessed with Robert Sean Leonard Mm. after he was in Dead Poets Society and I wanted to get his autograph. But that was like, you know, that was that was something that people actually did. did. Right. right. Um, so no, I don't think I've ever. Yeah. I mean, same with my rush ticket, sleeping under yeah, a merch of course. thing. Yeah. That's yeah, like, that's you know, a... I feel like people um, who were obsessed with like boy bands back in the day, they would like hide inside, you know, like hotel, like, like, um, what am I like housekeeping carts and stuff yeah. so that yeah. they could like get access to like, you know, new kids on the block or something like that kind of crazy ass shit i wouldn't even do that now to like meet justin bieber i mean of course i'm like i certainly hope you wouldn't wouldn't, do that now (laughs) i wouldn't want to be sent immediately to prison (laughs) i was gonna say Um, you would definitely be arrested (laughs) i would be arrested no questions yeah yeah Yeah. so maybe it's just age that has maybe if i I wasn't old enough to know better maybe i still would do that oh my god um all right, but wait, back to Barbie. Yeah. Back to Barbie. So, so, so. Um, first of all, did you watch Sex Education? Uh, yeah, definitely, of course. Because like all of those act, there's so many actors from Sex Education that are in Barbie. Yeah, and it like took me a minute to put that together, but. Me too. Me too. Killian Anderson that, that, that... is like is just everything. Oh, in that show, yeah, she wasn't in Barbie. No, I was just going to say they should have put in, found a role for her in Barbie. They should. They should have. <laughs> actually, they should have. Um, but okay. The, my favorite moment had to have been the, the song on the beach. I mean, the song on the beach was fucking laugh out loud. Like yeah. everyone in the theater was, was just uproariously like... laughing at that matchbox 20 song, which I don't think I even remembered until like, oh my I, God. did you know that song? I think so. Yeah. And I don't know if I've ever been real in love But him that's touched me and I feel like something's got to give And I'm a little bit angry, well, this ain't over No, not here, no Not well, I still need you around You don't own me And I liked Matchbox 20 I like the day. I mean, I, I, my wheelhouse. I was a. I deeply appreciated how centerpiece that Indigo Girls song was. Oh, and did you have you listened to the remake of Brand, the Brandy Carlisle remake? Uh, is that on the album? 
Barbie it's on album. the deluxe. Okay, actually, then the I deluxe. haven't heard that yet because I listened to the. You need to get it and be ready because okay. it is devastating. Wait, is it? It's Brandy As... Carlisle. It's Brandy Carlisle. Oh my god! Well, her voice is, is like Buddha. So it, I'm it sure. is devastating. Yeah, it's like wonderfully nostalgic and also just like gut wrenchingly, like horrifyingly painful at the same time. Oh my god! I can't wait. That is definitely yeah. in my wheelhouse. Well, darkness has a hunger that's insatiable. And lightness has a call that's hard to hear. I wrap my fear around me like a blanket. I sailed my ship of safety till I sank it. I'm crawling on your shore. Um, all right. That's all I have to say. Okay. What about you? I mean, I know that. What other theater? I know Did I was going to say, I know theater? that it's been a minute, so I don't want to drone on endless, endlessly. But yes, the theater, I also saw Anne Juliet. I got like rush tickets oh. to that. And that's the, didn't that guy also write uh, some Britney Spears yeah, tunes? Yeah, which was also or? a strange thing. It was like on Broadway at the same time, but uh, but Anne Julia, like it was, it was very. I would fully recommend that show to like a tourist coming to New York that just wants okay. to see like a big Broadway show, and it's all these and Max it's still Martin, running, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. It's like all Max Martin hits, and the cast is like really solid. And in the writing, like if you're like gonna have to sit through a jukebox musical, like it's always an odd fit trying to like make that music work, like quote unquote dramatically. Like, but they, in many ways, found a way to like you know sort of ingeniously do it. So I yeah I, I was shocked that I liked it as much as i did but and then also if you have a still chance to i hope hopefully she's still in it uh betsy wolf is in it and i am like a betsy wolf super fan she's fantastic and like speaking of like elevating everything like in the way that you know gosling elevated ken like she every everything i've seen her in i'm like oh my god like she has made this immeasurably better I have no idea who that is. And you I also do. don't know who the other person is either. You know who Betsy Wolf that you, is. That you talked about earlier. Well, the, no. it, I believe that you don't know who they are in concept, but you do. I mean, Betsy Wolf okay. was in um, when we saw Waitress again together. I think when oh, Dance she was like the main in, person. She was the main one. Yeah. Blonde. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah she yeah, actually yeah, yeah. made me love that show. Um, Cause I had first seen it with uh, Jesse Mueller and I was kind of so, so on it as a whole. But yeah, when we saw it again with Betsy Wolf, I was like, Oh my God. It's like, she should have been the original cast for this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yes. How would so I know the other woman? Jennifer Samard. Yeah. How uh, would I know her? God, I, I mean, how would you know her? I, that's a really good question. Oh, yeah, duh. She was in um, a company. She's like the one that was like stealing every scene she was in. 
broad comedy. She kind of gives like a Madeline Kahn vibe. Oh. A lot of physical comedy she was doing in that. Yeah. Okay. That is what you right, know her right. from. She was also in Disaster the Musical kind of back in the day. But Oh! What? I did see something. You did? You what? What? I did see something. I can't believe that I didn't write that down. I saw Kimberly Akimbo. Oh, you know what? And I haven't seen it since it transferred. Like I just saw it when I was at, um, I think it was Atlantic uh, when it was off Broadway. Atlantic Atlantic? Theater Company. I'm pretty sure it was the one that's like in a church, the space. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Atlantic, but yeah. Did you, um, did you like it? I did. I totally had a breakdown at that also okay. at the end. Like, I, I need to see um, it again. I also saw it with um, the understudy of the love interest, Miguel something. Okay. Um, I just started following him on Instagram hmm. and he's actually going on like this weekend. He just posted that he was going on this weekend. Um, he was amazing. Oh, nice. Like really amazing. Um, yeah, Bonnie was in I, it. You got to see her. Of course, I got to see Excellent. Bonnie. Yeah, I want to um, see it again, but then I'm like nervous. I'm like, what if I don't get to see it with Bonnie? But I need to just get tickets and just go. But uh, Miguel Miguelito Gill hmm. is his name, or Miguel Gill. Yeah, Miguel Gill. He was fantastic. Um, uh yeah. It was. I. I mean, I. I kind of feel like you can see which i didn't really know at the time that it is it was a play first and then Uh they made it into a musical and the guy who wrote the play because it's um is he wait a second is that also david ives oh actually i don't know i feel like that's more something you would know all i know is like uh janine tesori did the music and i like everything she's ever done (laughs) like yeah loved yeah no it's not david ives it's is it david ives I don't know. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, we'll have to rewind, rewind on, that. on um, that one. Because now I think I've just gotten David Ives in my head because he does. He's he wrote the book for the sign, new sign. The sign I think, yeah. It's not David Ives. Well, it's not David Ives. You're just gonna but have I can't to. Think of who it is. Yeah, you're just gonna have to rewind on it. It's it's the guy who wrote the book for Shrek. Oh. But no but idea. he's a playwright primarily. Mm-hmm. He's a playwright okay. primarily, and he writes a lot of absurdist sort of things, mm-hmm. and especially about families. And so there's, I could definitely like feel his. Uh, there's other plays. Brandy did a play of his in West Virginia oh, okay. called Fuddy Mears, yeah. um, which is also like an about this absurdist family situation. Anyway, it, I thought it was gorgeous. I Stopped. definitely was so happy that I saw it, and we bought the tickets like. Wednesday before the Tonys, which I'm oh, sure, wow. um, like we got really lucky because we had great seats and they weren't that expensive. Yeah, when I looked recently, because I have a friend coming in town this weekend, I was like exploring different options, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll see that. But I looked and the ticket prices were like no joke. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, maybe yeah. not. Oh, wait, if at all. Um, um, the last thing on my, unless we're done, can we? Are we done talking about Kimberly no. Kimbo? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think we're done. Okay, so yeah, the last thing on my theater list that I w- wanted to mention was um, just to bring things full circle because I believe we talked about David this, Lindsay uh, Abair. David oh. Lindsay Abair. David okay. Lindsay Abair. Are you going to be able to sleep at night now? 
It's another David. I knew it was a David. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, Sweeney Todd, I saw oh, about a month right. ago. So, and I was actually quite skeptical and did not spend a lot of money, which is shocking because like baseline tickets to that show right now, I feel like are like in the three hundred to five hundred dollar range. Oh my! For God. like good seats, but yeah, I had bought a ticket like months in advance for like balcony and spent like eighty bucks or something. But um, I was like shocked at how much. I mean, obviously, it, as you know, uh, it's in my like it's like my favorite Sondheim musical and probably in my like top favorite musicals period. So like, and it was this traditional maximalist production with like full orchestra so i mostly was like oh i want to go there and like hear all of the orchestrations and just like hear you know and just enjoy it from that perspective i was like really super skeptical about the two leads but i actually think that it worked really well and if i was given the opportunity to see it again like closer i like 100 percent would i'm curious to see if they like what they have in mind for replacements. So I don't remember how long they're doing it, but I think it's just through like the fall. I mean, they've actually been doing it for quite a while. And then like both Anna Lee Ashford and Josh Groban are like, you know, draws. So I can't imagine that they can just like indefinitely do it. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's done with recording for a no. bit, but she's been you doing know? like a ton of, I mean, she does a lot of like has... TV and film stuff. So, well, but there's nothing happening. Well, I was going to so. say, actually, good point. They might be able to keep them in for a while. They, yeah. Actually, because yeah, I had been probably... reading that some like more like TV film people were kind of like barking up like, you know, Broadway uh, casting people being like, hey, my client's free. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Like opposite of the normal pipeline. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I know exactly. that you won't go, but if you ever have a chance, you should check it out. Sweeney, uh, yeah, I'm not go. Ruthie and Miles um, is the beggar woman. Forget about it. How would you like a little musty, a little jig jig, a little bounce around the bush? Wouldn't you like to push me parsley? It looks to me, dear, like you've got plenty there to push. Everybody was so good, but yeah. Did you see Oppenheimer? I did not. No, it's not a film that I would go yeah. see in the movie theater. Yeah, glad. It's a. Oh. It, it was a, a three hours of my life that I definitely didn't need to be at the movie theater. Mm -hmm. but that's okay. I think we can be just going to be done. Should we say anything else? No. Should we say anything else? I think we. Uh, yeah, actually we should. Um, we're happy to be back for season three here. And as Tim mentioned, we busy will be joining us next time. And we have some other, as usual, some other good guests lined up for season three. Um, my goal for the, I don't know, but what are your goals for this season? My goal for this season, I want to make this podcast be more and more of a hot mess just like really you know just anarchy i i think that is a great goal that's my goal um 
I think we can do it. I think it's the, the, the wonderful thing about it is, is that I'm pretty sure that we can accomplish it. Yeah. You know, it's always good to have a goal. Maybe I should make a goal that we might not be able to accomplish so that we have a tension oh, you know, okay. between, between the two. Um, so my goal will be to get um, Ryan Gosling get a get. as a you guest. You want to get on the on the pod. I'm gonna get get Ryan Gosling to talk about his role, uh, his musical theater role in Barbie, mm. and and what it was like to have to like retrain his voice, um, or to, well, really make his singing debut. Right? He never really sing- has he ever sung that in a movie previously. Is a lie. Wasn't he in the original, like not the original original, but the Mickey Mouse Club back in the day? Well, with, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking Spears about in a movie. And, oh, in like a he's not no, he's no, not no, no, known no, no. for having a so. singing voice in any so. way. No. So this was probably, uh, you know, many people as as like with Timothy Chalamet coming up in Wonka, mm. people don't know that he could sing or might sing. Can he sing? Or can sing? Nobody um, knows. Well, the the um, that's what you said about director, Julianne Moore pre uh, Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> can Julianne? That's what Moore? I said. Is what you said on oh, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Can Julianne yeah. Moore sing? Nobody sing? knows. We'll find out. <laughs> um, but Timothy Chalamet, the director of Wonka, said that he reminds him of a young Bing Crosby. Oh, so I don't know if the director just happens to be in love with Timothy Chalamet yeah. or if he actually sounds like Bing Crosby. Although I have watched clips of Timothy Chalamet performing at LaGuardia, uh-huh. and he sings and he raps and he's pretty fucking funny. Okay. Like I mean, he, when, when he was. He seems pretty all-around talented. Like, yeah. you throw something yeah. at him, and it's like, sure. And, like, he'll be, like, yeah. annoyingly good at it. So, um, yeah. I, I feel like he yeah. probably will be able to. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Come with all right. me. Great. Um, so... Until next time, Until next Busy Coy, and and coming up, Jacob Shipley. We're definitely going to have Ooh. other, like we said, some incredible guests. I we have uh, we have been courting Brian Hemisoth, who is a Broadway costume mm. designer. He's going to be on the season. Uh, there's other people that are going to be on the season, and you have to come back. That's what we have to say to you. You have to come back. All right, ta ta. All right. Until next time. Hey.